Hello and welcome to another episode of Troll in the Paint Podcast. I'm John. Joined right across from me is Will Darnell. And joining us all the way from D.C., the man, the only man in America who's who's already ordered all the Adidas Dragon Ball Z clothing line, it's Trent Johnson. How are you doing, Trent? <laughs> uh, I, I'll tell you, I'm doing better than I would be if I had those on my feet. Those are horrible shoes. All of them are bad. <laughs> That's rude. Um, I feel like I feel like President Trump right now. Like when he writes his tweets, like those are all terrible. They're awful. I wouldn't wear them. Trash. Adidas is a trash company. How's that uh-huh. German economy doing? Et cetera, et cetera. No, those shoes are they, they don't look good. I love Dragon Ball. I have a Dragon Ball tattoo, but I wouldn't wear those shoes. They're awful. Did you always have a Dragon Ball tattoo? <laughs> no, I got it since recently. Okay. No, I got like, it. I well, I've had it you for like, like last year, right? Yeah. Um, I've had it for more than a year. I had it whenever I was in Houston, John. You just didn't notice. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I forgot to take a look at your abs while you were here. It's <laughs> 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 a callback. If you didn't listen to our first episode last week back. before the podcast, Trent sent me a picture of his ab progress. He was wearing gray, <laughs> tight jeans and shirtless, and it was a mirror photo. And it's, honestly, it's the most turned on I've ever been in my life. I told my girlfriend, I was like, hey, I think I'm gay now, because Trent's in this <laughs> photo. First off, I do look good in the photo. I don't believe you, though. <laughs> I'm going to send it to every female friend that I have on Facebook and say what they say, including my mom and aunt. <laughs> yeah, can we get can we get a poll going and and then they can get back to me and yeah, like we'll, let me know uh, we'll see how, if your abs are going. good. And okay. so I'll be sure to update the pod periodically on that project. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's we, been going we like poorly. Bated breath here, thinking about the ripples of your stomach <laughs> muscles. I will say this: it is the most superficial, vain thing I've ever done or tried to do. It's literally not for health at all. <laughs> could... yeah. I'm going to send Trent baked goods in the mail. <laughs> Is that terrorism if I send him like, cookies and candy and stuff in the mail? And he's trying to get abs? It's not helpful. It's not yeah. helpful. Okay. So there was some big NBA news. And it's not that the basketball is round and orange. John, what is the news? Okay, big news coming out of the NBA this week. When you grab an offensive rebound, the shot clock does not completely reset. It's 14 now. That is big news, but that's a little bit too esoteric for the listener base. (laughs) Can you tell us the big news that's more relatable? Okay, so um, outside of Minnesota, the NBA was pretty quiet. But in Minnesota, uh, Jimmy Butler officially requesting a trade. From the Timberwolves, and uh, it's looking like it's gonna it's looking like it's gonna happen soon because even though uh, Coach Tom Thibodeau wants to try to find a way to make it work, the owner Glenn Taylor is pretty much saying "fuck that." Uh, if you ever if you have if you have any issues in negotiations, just let me know and I'll handle it for you. And uh, so far, we know we know that Butler prefers uh, the Clippers. Or the Knicks or Nets, and according to Adrian Wojnarowski, the Pistons, Rockets, Heat, Sixers, and Blazers are also involved. And it's wow. like, and um, so um, I guess real quick, I mean, we'll we'll get into it more 
next week once we get a clearer idea of what the Wolves are going to look like heading into next year. But I guess just based off of that piece of information, where do you all think he's going to be next year? Or like, if, I guess if you had to guess, or if you th or like, what do you think is the best fit, or what do you think is most realistic? Where do you get the sense that he'll go by this time next week? Can I go first? I want to go first. Yeah. Um, I think that the best basketball move for both teams would be if the Blazers traded CJ McCollum for Jimmy Butler. Yeah, but they're not going to give up CJ. <clears throat> I think that they will. I think they realized the last year that CJ McCollum, Damian Lillard backcourt doesn't work in the playoffs. I don't think they would give him up unless Jimmy was prepared to make assurances that he would stay. And yeah, I don't man. think he would. What do is that not to love about Portland? <laughs> Do, you, uh, do they have enough outset, uh, assets outside of those two to trade for him? Because, I, I don't know. I get why. You don't think they can get him straight up for McCollum? I think they could. I don't <clears throat> know if I would want to if I was Portland. Because, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess with as strapped for a salary as Portland is, I think I would do everything possible to avoid trading those two if it means getting someone else. Because, like, I don't... I don't know, because, I mean, they're going to they're gonna be, they're, gonna, they're like, already paying the luxury tax for a team who is, what, at best, like a fifth or sixth seed. Yeah, but I year. think with Butler instead of McCollum, that that fifth or sixth seed might win, or they might at least challenge in the first round. Yeah. And they could get lucky and finish third or something again. Some fluky shit could happen. Yeah. I guess, <laughs> I guess just essentially what I'm saying is that if I'm Portland, I would look at every avenue possible to have all three of them together before I think about trading McCollum. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure. Uh, Trent, what do you think is uh, the most likely scenario? And if you say that the Rockets get Jim, Jimmy Butler, <laughs> I'm going to drive to Virginia where you really live, you fake-ass D.C. liver. <laughs> I have never claimed, hey, that's y'all. Y'all keep saying D.C. I'm not claiming D.C. <laughs> You let everyone think that you live underneath a fucking Lincoln Memorial, <laughs> in which case you live in bumfuck Virginia. First off, next the to Lincoln Memorial is like not even near residential area, Will. So I'm gonna have to ask you to like. For keep everyone your stuff who's straight. seen that photo of Trump yelling at that kid mowing the lawn, that is Trent Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> um, in what way? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna say. Okay, to get on topic, I'm not gonna say the Rockets are the most likely. Although yeah. I do think there is an avenue for them to it get Jimmy possible. Butler. I'll put some yeah. soda in my coffee. Especially, especially because the teams that Jimmy seems to want to go to, like the Clippers or the Nets, and I think I read that the Knicks weren't the like Heat. That was overstated, and actually he is does want to win. But even even them, sort you of. Mean falls the Knicks because, don't win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even them, all those teams, they can sign him in the off season, so they're not going to be willing to give up as much as um, a team like Houston would that can't sign him next year in the offseason, and is in win-now mode. They want to win, and they want to compete with Golden State. So there is an opportunity, I feel like, for them to jump in. The problem with Houston's roster and their assets is that they can't trade Brandon Knight or Chris in a package deal, which is sort of what this requires, so they're kind yeah. of hamstrung in that sense. Yeah. Um, it would have to be Gordon and probably Tucker to make the salaries work. And oh. when, you start when you start saying Gordon and Tucker, <laughs> it will gets really squeamish. Dude, yeah. if they trade P.J. Tucker after the NBA changed the sneaker rules, I'm going to snap! <laughs> we haven't talked about actually. that big news yet, but the NBA relaxed sneaker standards where you can wear any shoes in any color you want for the entire season. It is a tremendous boon for Nike and Adidas and all the other companies. Because yeah. now all yeah, the LeBron actually, colorways you can wear, you can wear during the games. The yeah. Dude, it's um, big sneaker going, news. 
Sorry. Yeah, but going going back to what I was saying, um, I think the Wizards have a chance too, because same sort of thing, and they actually have assets. Otto Porter, like he's a guy. Are you gonna give up the dream on Otto Porter? I think Otto Porter is Otto Porter is a good player. He's just overpaid. Um, Yeah. And I think Minnesota also wants to win. Minnesota, like he's a good defensive player. I am interested to see what Taylor and Thibodeau decide they want because it's one thing to say we're willing to trade Jimmy Butler by Tuesday, and it's another thing to, to agree on what you want to get back. Cause are what if you they want Markel Fultz? I don't think the Philly would yeah, do the deal. Yeah, Man, they lose that trade if they trade Fultz for Butler. <laughs> I mean, Lugo, honestly... The foremost Markel Fultz fan in the NBA. I, I'm high on Fultz, too. I think he showed a lot of promise in his, in his uh, action on the court last season, even though he couldn't shoot at all. And I think that's something that you can take home and he can improve on. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I think most likely, you might see a Clippers deal get done, although I do think they should maybe just wait, because apparently they're, like, the favorite. And the Clippers are also the favorite to get Kawhi, apparently, that was written in the same Woj yeah. article yeah. you guys are referring to. That yeah. would be interesting. Yeah. Both of them together. I don't... I know this is, like, a sort of hot take, Uh-oh. but... <laughs> Here it comes. I don't think Jimmy Load Butler is like super duper good. Like I think he's a good player, but I don't think he's like I don't think that you like sell the farm for Jimmy Butler. Which is why I would object to the PJ Tucker, Eric Gordon, and other shit trade. I just Oh I don't Especially for don't, one year of him. I don't I don't think that he is helping the Rockets beat the Warriors. I don't think that it's a, a like a dynamite deal, like no brainer for the Rockets. I think there definitely comes with some hesitation and some you know you have to be super thoughtful when you make that deal i do think jimmy butler is the third best player on your team is kind of ridiculous yeah but (laughs) when at last year whenever he and paul george were both available obviously paul george was the better guy available i mean it's kind of debatable because they do different things i could see your point though i think he's a better outside shooter he's better for okc i'm not sure he's better in general i mean i think i I, I just think he's better than jimmy butler in every way but that's like that's in every way unrealistic yeah (laughs) name me a thing that jimmy butler is better at than paul george playmaking no yes creating shots for others paul george isn't good at that at all disagree <laughs> how do you disagree <laughs> with that yeah, i mean we can talk about this when we talk look. about the thunder on next week's podcast <laughs> i like how you try to change the subject as soon as you do that. Yeah, i'm getting my thing. point in and then i'm getting out okay watch a lot of political debates uh yeah. but I, I don't know to go back to john's question i i think if there is a hard deadline i think the clippers may make a move i think they may trade like a package with Avery Bradley and Patrick Beverly or something and get the oh, deal done. So underwhelming if I'm the Timberwolves man. Avery Bradley is going to end deal. up one of those dudes who's on like 10 NBA teams in his career because everyone's like, oh, Avery Bradley used to be good. Let's let's get him. But I don't think they're going to get a great return unless a team panics, but I don't think they're going to get a great return. Apparently Cleveland is in the mix and, and Milwaukee as well. I mean, if you can get Chris Middleton, maybe that's something. Dude, they're not going to get Chris Middleton. That would be the dumbest fucking thing. The Sorry. Bucks Sorry. want... The Bucks have to uh, show Giannis that they're serious about winning, and getting Jimmy Butler might be a way they can do that. I don't know. You take away one of the few outside shooters that that team has, and that Bucks team averages like 78 points per game with Jimmy Butler. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, I know that Jimmy Butler isn't as good a shooter as Chris Milton or Paul George, but he's not that bad. He's like no, I mean, we looked it up. We looked it up on last week's episode. He's a career yeah. like 34% three-point shooter. Yeah, he's fine. He's, he's an adequate three-point shooter. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, we got an over under episode, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doing Eastern Conference over unders today. Yeah, Woo! That, yeah. Okay. We got any other big hot ticket news? 
All right, so, yeah, aside from that, Carl Anthony Towns agreed to a max extension, and Joachim Noah is about to be waived and stretched and probably going Signed to the by Timberwolves, the Bulls. too. So. <laughs> oh, I thought Joachim Noah was going to open a weed dispensary in Denver. <laughs> is, that not, is that not true? It can <laughs> be both. Do, does he do that? I saw that on factcheck.org. Like no, he smokes weed. He's talked about it, like, countless times. Okay. Going all the way back to when he was in Florida. Okay. All those dudes. You've seen Corey Brewer before, right? <laughs> Yeah, okay, so yeah, so this week we got Eastern Conference over-unders. We'll rotate, talking a little bit about each team and uh, uh, going over what they did over the summer and what the over-under is, and uh, we'll be taking our picks. And so I think we have, going in order from the team with the lowest expectation to the highest, I think, Trent, are you starting off with Atlanta? Ooh. Uh, oh, right, the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, Let me God. tell you about uh, the actually, Atlanta Hawks. I have to go take a shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's just the feeling I get when we start talking about the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> okay, well, let's make this brief then. It's not, I mean, obviously, their whole uh, their whole offseason was orchestrated around them getting a new GM, a new coach, et cetera, et cetera. Um, hired Travis Schlang from the Warriors oh, hold on, uh, hold front on, office. Go ahead. If you literally had a gun to my head right now, I couldn't name four players from the roster and the coach. Uh, Kent Bazemore, Torian Prince, Trey Young. Oh, and do they still have Dwayne Dedman? <laughs> yeah, they do. Okay, hey, coach, you looked it up. Let's go. Did you Lloyd know who Pierce. the coach was before you looked it up yesterday? Yeah, no, Wait, Lloyd, Pierce. Lloyd Pierce. I did Lloyd not know who the coach who, was. Who is Lloyd Pierce? He sounds like he was the president in the 1800s. He was uh, <laughs> He was an assistant coach for the Sixers last year. So, okay. great. He doesn't really have an interesting story at all. He's another guy. <laughs> he just doesn't have <laughs> He is a guy. Is he a white but guy Travis, or a black guy? No, he's black. No, he's a black guy. Um, Travis Schlenk is the guy that got sort of a lot of the... I don't know, publicity this offseason because he fired longtime coach Mike Budenholzer, or they agreed to separate, yeah, right, John? Yeah, they parted ways. Yeah. Essentially, that was his schlank being like, this is my plan, and Budenholzer was like, I want to win. And he was like, well, we're going to rebuild with Trey Young and not Luka Doncic, which I think is the theme for the season. <laughs> the theme for the season for Atlanta Hawks is going to be, how does Trey Young perform? And will they immediately regret trading Luka Doncic? I think they will, because this, I think Doncic is going right. to get right away. This Go is going to be the new, <coughs> should the Cavs have traded Andrew Wiggins for Kevin Love whenever they first didn't win, and people were saying they should have never made that trade to begin with. Now it's going to be Trey Young and Luka Doncic now. Yeah, but, John, this is going that went away when they went to the finals. This is going to be like 10 years of that. Yes, this, yeah, there's true. only one important question about the Atlanta Hawks and Trey Young. you say, what's the okay? over-under? Oh, okay. No, 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 that's not, that's not important at all. The answer is under. <laughs> Whatever it is, yeah. the answer is under. The important question is, is Trey Young, does he have the belt now as the ugliest player in the NBA? <laughs> wow! Is he the ugliest motherfucker suiting up in the NBA? I don't I don't think he's the is ugliest he? player in the league. <laughs> have you seen the man? He ain't cute. I don't, he looks like he's from Oklahoma, and I know he's not. I don't think he's the ugliest player in the league. I don't know who the ugliest player in the league is. I mean, but if you can't think... name someone off the top of your head, then he is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, I gotta man. say, I, I think Kelly Olenek is up there. Oh, dude, that's just, you're just hating. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. Kelly that guy Olenek has a like pube any goatee. other bro. <laughs> I mean, no. See, did they get anyone else? Tyler Johnson, other than another guy up there. Tyler Johnson's pretty ugly. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, did they get any, did the Hawks add any interesting players, Trent? 
Um, I not the, I don't think so. I couldn't find it. <laughs> You're the one who's supposed to look it up, man. God, no, I, did they or not? I said I, I couldn't. I don't know. I don't. They didn't. Like they traded Schroeder. They had Carmel Anthony for like a cup of coffee. Then he got cut. Like oh, I, yeah. they didn't really add yeah, anyone. They're true. rebuilding. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So you're gonna try out for the squad then? <laughs> <laughs> I know it. It feels like I might have an outside chance, but I don't. Yeah. And who's the backup point guard? <laughs> Trent. Yeah, you, yeah, you, <laughs> Trent can, is you can probably take that spot, Trent. It's, uh, it's Malcolm Delaney, right? Isn't he the backup point oh, guard? Is he still there? Yeah. Malcolm Delaney so. I mean, sounds like he's your lawyer when you got too many DUIs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Malcolm the lawyer. Oh, yeah, Malcolm the lawyer. Yeah, that could be his nickname. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're good to go. And what's their over-under? So the over-under that I saw was from Westgate. Was that right, Will? That's the one yeah, we used? Yeah, that's the one we used. And uh, it was 24. I say it's got to be way under. I'm thinking 18 to 21 uh, wins for the Atlanta Hawks as Trey Young airballs three threes a game. All right, over under Trey Young's shooting percentage, 35 field goal percentage for the season. For the wait, wait, yeah, is he over under Alonzo total or total total? Wait, field goal or three point? (laughs) He has to be above for total. That's that's, three point way under on three point though, right? On three I think pointers, he'll be like a 33% three-pointer. Yeah, 33, I'd say, for three-pointers. I think he's under for shooting percentage. That's one of my locks wow. for the season. Locks? <laughs> You're not going to Vegas with these. Locks <laughs> for the season. I remember you defending him on draft night, and now this is how you're going to go. That wasn't him. recorded, John. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, who's what's the next team? Uh, yeah, under, obviously. Way under. Okay, uh, yeah, the as next, under as possible. next one is the Bulls. That's you. Oh, I got the Bulls. Yeah. I'm just going to read you the guys that they got, and you guys shake your head yes if you know who they are. <laughs> Antonius Cleveland. Nope. No. Uh, they added Jabari Parker. 19 year, $19 million deal, obviously we know who he is. And yeah. they drafted Wendell Carter Jr. and some guy named Chandler Hutchison, who also sounds like an attorney. Yeah, he does. <laughs> And they lost... He sounds like a lawyer who wins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Malcolm Delaney sounds like a public defender. <laughs> they lost Jerry and Grant. That's an addition by subtraction. Sean Kilpatrick, Quincy Poindexter, Noah Vonley, and Paul Zipser. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> Quincy Poindexter, not Poindexter. <laughs> Dude, his name is Poindexter. I don't care how you spell it. That's new spur Quincy Poindexter to you. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't change the coach. They still have Fred Hu Hoiberg. Um, and, uh, management change, I believe John Paxson is still the GM for the 30th straight year. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like it. I mean, we all know the upper management's gonna stay there until they die. So. <laughs> Literally until they die, and then their relatives are gonna inherit the jobs. Yeah. yeah. Um. And what's their over-under? Uh, last year they went 27 games. Their uh-huh. over-under this year is 30, and I'm going to take the under. 30. Wait, was it Levy? Is Levine back? Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. healthy. They but resigned I think that's him. A negative uh-huh. thing. No, yeah. they resigned him. They gave him they a bunch of money. Him. Yeah, he's yeah. bad at basketball though. They papered him up, John. Yeah. Um. I mean, I like the young guys that they brought in. I don't know if that will translate to wins next year, but I think like on an individual level, I think we can see like, uh, like a bright side to Jabari Parker and Chris Dunn and. You know, Optimus will include Zach Levine in that group, but yeah, I don't think it'll translate to going over that that odds that is listed for them. I think they're going to be under. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Under, Does Fred Hoiberg finally get fired? Um, I think, 
I mean, I think he'll save himself for one more year because one, he's one of their boys. He he was the guy that upper management had targeted for like a year before they even let go of Thibodeau. And it's the Bulls, and they still owe him money. Yeah, <laughs> and they play by those Oklahoma City Thunder rules. Yeah, and they can. I think he'll buy himself time by saying that you know we're still in the middle of the rebuild and we're like bringing in all these other players, and he needs time to figure it out. So I think he'll stay on for one more year at least. Yeah, Fred Hoiberg like, looks like the kind of guy who, when you go into his office, he shuffles papers around on his desk, so he looks <laughs> like he was working, and he's really just playing Candy Crush on his phone. So he's George Costanza, then. <laughs> yeah, essentially, when he worked for the Yankees, but yeah. not when he wasn't masturbating. He's not that George Costanza. Uh, Trent, anything else? Uh, yeah, I don't really like the Jabari Parker signing. I think Laurie Markkinen needs to get as many minutes as possible, so I don't understand why you would clog the front court like they have with Wendell Carter Jr., who they drafted in the first round. Yeah, yeah Laurie Markkinen now, who's apparently going to be, you know, he's supposed to be their your best young guy, and then now you add Jabari Parker, a guy that can't play defense and, and can't shoot. I don't understand. I don't know his paper machine. And they want to put him at the three, so. <laughs> what? That's yeah. what I heard, is that they're going to put him at the three so they can all start. That's the dumbest thing. Uh, I've John, heard can you tell me day. how many times in NBA history it's worked out where someone has said, "Oh, we'll put him at the three so they could all start." And it actually worked. <laughs> yeah, maybe, can you tell me the number of times. Maybe like in two thousand four, when being a combo forward was seen as a bad thing, but, <laughs> but not now. There were I saw highlights of a Mavericks game from like the Don Nelson era, and Oof. they put they played Dirk at small forward in, in at least a few of those games. God. But it worked with him because he could shoot threes, but like Jabari Parker is not even that good at that, so I don't really know why yeah. they want to play right, him. We've, we've spent entirely yeah. too much time talking about the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Under, way under. Way under. Way under. Sell the car. <laughs> Man, the Spurs should have signed Jabari. He shoots mid-rangers. So that would have been oh, good for <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, Neither of you is allowed to mention the Spurs or Rockets again. <laughs> Okay, um, and I got the Knicks now. Woo! Uh, Shout out fun. to Network. They finished uh, twenty nine and fifty three last year. Their over under now is twenty nine and a half. So, just one more game better. But that comes with the caveat of Christos Porzingis, who the coaches didn't even deny that he may be out for the entire year. What? And what? Yeah, yeah. The what people, the hell? The, yeah, the, that's that's. I mean, they're hoping that he'll be back, like, by February, but it, they're, they're, like, openly acknowledging that it can take much longer than that, if not the entire year. So, do you think that's a Phoenix Suns injury timeline? What, what do you like, mean? I'm, um, like, how Eric Bledsoe was injured all the time. <laughs> And they, they're like just they're gonna sit him for the whole year. Yeah, tank. I mean they might as well they tank. they might as well they have their draft pick. So do you I think mean, that, that makes him want to stay there though? I figured that would make him want to leave the team. Who Kristaps? Yeah, I mean yeah, but I mean no, I mean I ha- I haven't seen has there ever been I can't think of anybody who <laughs> was in their rookie contract who turned down the next max extension and accepted the qualifying offer so i'm just gonna assume christoph is gonna do the same thing he doesn't really have a choice yeah yeah and so um aside from that they uh got kevin knox uh mario hazonia noah vonley uh and they only lost michael beasley and kyle o'quinn and they replaced jeff hornacek with uh david fisdale so um, it's a lateral move yeah trent's really down on david fisdale everyone else likes david fisdale 
What do you mean? Oh, I'm man. really down. I didn't think he you, did a good job. We talked about it before. You hate David Fisdale. I don't hate him. I just thought he handled the Marcus thing horribly, and he did. True. Yeah, um. that's that's true. <laughs> Guys, Trent also told me that if he moved back to Texas, he would vote for Ted Cruz. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't vote for Ted Cruz, but sure if you want to <laughs> find a reason to hate 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 no i think it's bad that person is is my is still hurt like this guy has never had a whole season where he's been healthy it seems like and if he can't be i don't know why the knicks are attractive to free agents in the offseason because if the whole idea is to play with this guy but he's never on the court so i don't really know what the appeal would be other than the big apple but brooklyn has cap space too so just something to think about yeah, I mean, it's kind of, um, I mean, it hasn't worked in a really, really long time, but they're depending on, you know, the lore of being in New York City and, like, being in one of the biggest markets there is. And um, I don't know. I mean, I would think that, I mean, that's going to be the biggest question aside from Kristaps's health is that, you know, next summer they finally have cap space, but do they want to wait it out until they actually do have that cap space or do they want to trade for somebody now and not risk not having an all-star ever? And so Ever. I mean, they'll have one at some point. <laughs> it, uh, not as long as James Dolan's the owner, bro. Yeah, I mean, I guess not have one period within this era. And so... Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, those those are questions that are probably going to be better answered around the trade deadline and next summer. Under, I, I would yeah, I would I would hope that they wouldn't. I think for New York's sakes, I mean, they had a really boring off season, which is good for them because they're always trying, they're always like overvaluing mid level players and hoping that they'll reach another level there at um, in New York. And I hope that this is the year that they don't do that because, I mean, I mean that. They just they just need a they just need a fresh star. They just need a clean cap sheet, and it's really hard to do that whenever they make these whenever they make little or just any moves in general that hinder that and just like continue putting off this rebuild by a couple of years. And this is their chance to do it. So yeah, under for me. Um, I had them over, but not but because I didn't know about the Porzingis thing. So that's surprising. Yeah, I think if Porzingis plays fifty games, then I would say over because they were actually were pretty good last season when he was on the floor. Yeah, but if he's out for the whole season, obviously way under. They don't have enough talent, and all their talent is young. So yeah, their best player, their best player after Kristaps, Courtney Lee. Shit, I don't know. Kevin Knox. Tim, it's probably Kevin Knox, right? I would say, I would say, like right now, Tim Hardaway. But by the end of the year, it could be oh. Kevin Knox. Oh, God. But, <laughs> no, God. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, under for me. It's bleak. Man. Oh man. Yeah. All right, who's next? <laughs> Trent, who do you got? Is it the Charlotte Hornets? Or the Magic next? Or the Cavs. It might be the Cavaliers. Uh, I don't remember. It's probably the Cavs. Okay. The Cavs over-under is uh, 30 and a half. And they lost a certain player that (laughs) needn't be named. I mean, (laughs) he's only going to be in Space Jam 2 in the next few years. (laughs) And... He's already, like, a huge big-time Hollywood producer. I think we all know who I'm talking about. LeBron James. Uh, but LeBron other than that, n- not a ton of changes. The GM is the same. The coach is the same. A lot of the roster is the same. Who, did they, Kevin who did they lose? I was trying really hard to think of a joke yeah. leading up to LeBron, and I couldn't because I couldn't think of anybody else. They they, they didn't. They, they uh, Rodney Hood signed his qualifying offer. Oh, he did? Um, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think they still have uh, the baby Lakers that they got. Uh, you know, Nance Jr. and um, yeah, what's the other guy's Clarkson. name? Clarkson, Jordan Clarkson, who yeah. was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> still have J.R. Smith, who took his shirt off whenever Baker Mayfield came in and won the Browns game, <laughs> <laughs> which, which might be the highlight of his year, his calendar yeah. year, because you know J.R. with the not knowing the score, uh, he knew the score to that Browns game. Though let me tell you, <laughs> it seemed like he was on top of that. Um, obviously, the big time addition is Colin Sexton, who <clears throat> is already basically predicting that the Cavs will make the playoffs. Good luck, rookie. I don't know if that's possible. Um, the Cavs are also in the Jimmy Butler discussions, which we sort of talked about earlier in the podcast. So it's it's an interesting team because, like Tom, uh, like John said, there's not a lot of turnover. Except for the one guy that you can't lose, LeBron James. Yeah. What if, it's, uh, what if they're better without him? <laughs> well, yeah. the crazy thing is I, I think they're – <laughs> I think thirty and a half is pretty low. I actually think they're gonna be. I, th- I think they're gonna be over. Yeah, yeah I th- I'd take the over. I think Kevin Love's gonna average thirty and fifteen, bro. I can see them being slightly over. Yeah, like thirty three or thirty four, which yeah. might be good enough to get the eight seed in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> I don't know if thirty three is enough. What's the bottom? I, the, What's the worst possible eight seed you guys think? Like thirty eight win loss. Thirty eight. Probably thirty eight and forty four. Yeah. yeah. That's what I would say. I think the Cavs could potentially get there. So I guess the big is good. Yeah. yeah, If the big story for me is, will they trade Kevin Love this season? I don't think that they will. Uh, I I don't think so either. I feel like I don't know if Dan Gilbert is the type of person to just straight up not get. I I, you know, he clearly like does not prioritize um, like anything over his money. And so, but I don't, I don't know if he's the type of person that will take that to the extreme of trading Kevin Love just to save money, or if he has a little pride to him and wants to have someone as a figure for the Cavs, and that would be Kevin Love. I think so. Kevin Love fits in the demographics of the Cleveland fan base. Wow. <laughs> as, we, as, as we all know, Cleveland is a great city for mental health. So. <laughs> I, I think, I think Kevin Love is probably stays just because. Kind of like what both of you have said. They they need an all star to sell the tickets. Kevin Love is at least that, and yeah. worth a watch. So, yeah, uh, I actually, but I I do think over. I think over thirty and a half is pretty low. I think they're going to be better than that. Yeah, Kevin Love for CJ McCollum. Who says no? Uh, the Blazers. You think? Yeah. Hmm. I don't think the Blazers say no. I think the Cavs say no. Well, that. McCollum is a lot younger than Love, though. I feel like you could maximize. I think you get more value for him than just Kevin Love on the back end of a contract. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. That's something. I don't, I don't know. That would be okay. We can come up with some trade ideas when we talk about Portland because this intrigues me. <laughs> this intrigues me. All right. So I think the Magic are next. This is going to be like a minute and a half, guys. The Orlando <laughs> Tragic. <laughs> All right. Who's in? Don't know who that is. I'm not going to say his name. Jerry and Grant. <laughs> Timothy Mozgov. <laughs> Mo Bamba. And I'm not talking yeah. about that song that everyone likes. <laughs> Wait, is Mozgov on the magic? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, Melvin Frazier and Justin Jackson. Those oh, last yeah. two guys are second round draft picks. Who was and the first one? Mo Bamba. No, the very first one. Oh, Isaiah Briscoe? Oh, Isaiah Briscoe. <laughs> <laughs> he has a cool name. But... <laughs> yeah, that's it, though. Um, who's out? They, uh... Got rid of Bismack Biombo. Yeah, but they that's how re- they got Mozgov. Yeah, they replaced that money with Mozgov money. I don't know which one you oh, would right, rather right. pay. They're both terrible. Yeah. 
Um, they lost Mario Hazonia, the Croatian legend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone named Dakari Johnson. Uh-huh. Shelvin Mack. Sorry, Shelvin, you got waved. No one wanted you. The, he and led Rodney the team in assists last year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Rodney Purvis. Uh, <laughs> and they added Steve Clifford, who was the coach of the Hornets. Yeah. Who was a good coach. Yeah. But it's the, he's coaching the Magic, so it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. They had 25 wins last year. For some reason, the over-under is 31. 31. God. Like, go under. <laughs> Yeah, Unless Mobamba is some young god, I'm going to go under on that one. <laughs> well, yeah, why is it 31? They didn't do anything. That's so weird. Yeah, easily under for me. Trent? Yeah. Oh, way under. Yeah, I mean, we're talking uh, just under, yeah. yeah. Although, uh, they did keep Aaron Gordon, who another year of development for him might mean something. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I yeah, that, that's the that only could be hope they have. That, I don't know. That's just. Remember when the Magic were like eleven and three last year? <laughs> yeah. And then they won twenty five games, total. <laughs> yeah, they're bad. They won like eleven of their first fifteen games, and then they only won fourteen more in the remaining sixty five games. Yeah, they. Um... Who's their point guard? Uh. Yeah, they lost Alfred Payton. Damn. Yeah, Alfred Payton's gone. What team is he on? He's on uh, the Pelicans. Oh, yeah. Um, never Google's going to be their point guard. <laughs> is he? Maybe. Oh, he might be. Oh, yeah. Never Google. <laughs> I mean, for all the listeners, they can tell how disinterested we are. Yeah, man, the Magic fucking suck. Under. are taking the Way under. under. They yeah. They're under. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> okay. Next is uh, me with the Nets. So they got uh, Ed Davis, Jared Dudley, Kenneth Fareed, Trevion Graham, and they no longer have Darrell uh, Arthur, Dante Cunningham, Jeremy Lin, Julie Lokafor, Nick Stauskas, or Isaiah Whitehead. They finished 28-24 and 24 last year, and their over-under is 32.5. Um, I'm going to say yeah, th- this over is dependent on a prediction, but I'm going to say over because... They are the type of team to me. They're also going to have cap space, cap space next year, and uh, similar to the Knicks scenario where they're uh, they're kind of at this crossroads of like continuing to develop young talent and also having the money to go out and get big name players if they really want if they really want to and the players want to go there. I think that they. I think that they do. They would have a. They'll have a much better chance of getting someone next summer if they trade for one other person now. So if I were them, I would jump all over any all stars like Jimmy Butler, who are on the trading block. Because I think if they get Jimmy Butler, their chances of getting another player next year go way up. Yeah, I think that they're going to trade for Butler, and I think they're going to make the playoffs. So I'm going to what? <laughs> Dude, someone in the Eastern Conference has to make the playoffs. Like, they can't <laughs> like, all be under. What are they trading? What are they trading to get Jimmy Butler? They have, like, no blue chippers on their team. Spencer Dinwiddie. They don't? <laughs> yeah, but they, if they trade Dinwiddie, then they have Jimmy Butler and a bunch of scrubs. I don't understand how that makes the playoffs. I don't know any other players on their team. They, <laughs> exactly. Um, one, one trade that I came up with was... Um, uh, D'Angelo Russell, Alan Crabb. Oh, they have D'Angelo Russell, you bitch. <laughs> D'Angelo Russell. He's a scrub. No, he's not. D'Angelo Russell. He's, a, he's Alan an injury-prone bum. Jared Dudley, a first rounder they have from Denver. 
for Jimmy Butler and Gorgie Oh, Jane. that's like a totally fine deal. And they'll, they'll accept the corpse of Gorgie D. Bang. Yeah, yeah, because I think... <laughs> I wasn't I, making fun of his name. I just like some weird thing happened with my mouth just I, now. <laughs> I think they can offset not getting as much back in return if they can get someone to accept Gorgie Jang. And I think this is a potential landing spot for him. Yeah. They're one of the few teams that will be willing to take him, so I think that they're going to get Butler. Yeah, and so I think the way I see it, the Nets... Going into next summer, the Nets with Jimmy Butler, I think, because uh, I think that just like really increases their chance of getting someone else. I've already uh, at the time that the Kawhi Leonard trade happened, uh, there were reports that it's not just an LA team that he's looking at. Like supposedly, he has been in touch with other to be free agents about where they would like to team up. So if they get someone there, he would be open to going to Brooklyn. So I think that Wait. would be. Kawhi has been in touch with the other people he talks? <laughs> I, guess. I thought that he just like well, made faces at his uncle and then his uncle interpreted well, that yeah, into well, bad decisions. <laughs> like, like, it's like that movie Arrival, like he's on the other side of the <laughs> just, like, like his faces. uncle's sketching things out. <laughs> but, yeah, um, but yeah, I think they would be in a much better position of setting themselves up to, for the future if they were to trade for someone at this point this year. So I'm just going to say over because I think that they will do that. Yeah, I over. mean, I, I agree um i don't know if they make the butler trade i don't know if that happens uh let's see did i have them what was it what's their over under 32 and a half yeah it's way I, I i had it over also but i had them at like 33 so i mean <laughs> i wouldn't bet over. it it's half a game yeah i wouldn't bet it but it's over <laughs> so we'll go with that yeah okay so what's the next team trend oh the charlotte hornets who yes. made some good big changes and you know what i'm saying they they fired your man steve clifford who's How's that uh, a coaching. good change? Steve Clifford was a fine coach. <laughs> He's coaching the Orlando Tragic, and they hired John's man, John Borrega, from the yeah. – he was a Spurs assistant. Is that right? Those, yeah, those sons of bitches are, pon- are poaching San Antonio for all they got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And they also uh, made Who some player person – no, Yeah, the Hornets. <laughs> they the bottom traded, of the Eastern Conference is depressing. <laughs> they traded uh, as Will mentioned, they traded uh Mozgov, who again stopped for a cup of coffee in Charlotte, then went to or- like, got shipped yeah, to Orlando yeah. for Mitt Bismack Biombo, who uh was overpaid once a long time ago just because of a couple good playoff games he had blocking <laughs> LeBron. <laughs> like literally like three playoff games <laughs> got him. That's the only reason why. <laughs> uh, they signed Tony Parker, who knew that he was not gonna play over the young guns in the Spurs and said, Fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much. After uh, um, literally after, destroying the framework of a 20-year empire. <laughs> he went to Charlotte because he's like, nah, you got some shitty players I have a chance to compete with, so I'll go to y'all instead. And, and their top draft. Other than those two, uh, the other main addition is the guy they drafted, Miles Bridges, uh, out of Michigan State, I think. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Before you get to your over-under, which is more likely, the Hornets make the playoffs or Nicholas Batum and Tony Parker get caught up in a sex scandal orgy? <laughs> Uh, I think them making the playoffs is more likely only because of the odd, like the ridiculousness of what you said. <laughs> if it was like, right. if it was like some other thing that had something to do with like Basketball. French politics or something, maybe then I'd be all in. But I don't know about that. Like, um, it seems a little okay. far-fetched. Secondarily, which is, do you think Kimball Walker and Nicholas Batum are on the roster when the season kicks off on October 16th? See, I think that's the big question, right? Are they trading Kimball Walker, and where would he go? I think they've been trying to trade Kimball Walker for like a year, and the answer is no one wants a six-foot-tall point guard. I think that's not true. I think people do want him. I think there was... You think it's MJ wanting too much for him? 
I think that's possible. There was definitely rumors about him going to Cleveland last off uh, last yeah, year. I, it, it yeah, it seemed like that was going to happen. That would be a yeah. good place for him to go now. Yeah. No, he would. Now he would impede Colin Sexton's development at this point. <sighs> yeah, that's true. But, um, um, do you guys want to hear run guys run? they lost? Hold on. Do you guys want to hear guys they lost? Because it's kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. Dwight <laughs> Michael Carter Williams, Dwight Howard, <laughs> and then some guy named Trevion Graham, and another guy named Julian Stone. So they so added two, guys two I've never players heard of. by getting rid of Dwight Howard and Michael yeah. Carter Williams. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Two guys I've never heard of, and then two guys that you don't want on your roster, and one of them is on my favorite team's roster, so I'm sad now. Man, why don't you become a Wizards fan? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, my Carter Williams, Carter Williams is not going to make the training. I mean, he's not going to make the season roster. I, I hope he does. Actually, I don't. I don't think he will. He's at the minimum. I mean, Dude, he can't shoot. <laughs> Maury's like, just make him shoot. Make him shoot jumpers every day. And they're like, sir, no. Um, <laughs> we need to over. replace the backboard every day in practice. <laughs> the over under for the Charlotte Hornets this season is thirty five and a half. Hmm. Uh, it really depends on when, when or if you think either of those guys get traded. I'm gonna go under. Um, I don't really have a convincing reason why, other than Tony Parker. I think I'll go, I think I'll say over. I think they'll yes. keep they'll they'll keep it together. I mean, obviously Kemba Walker and Nicholas Batum aren't <laughs> enough to really get you anywhere, but I think over it, they'll they'll get you to the over, and yeah. I have the over as well, and a lot of it is just because it's Will's gonna make fun of me when I say this, but they do have some somewhat con- they have like a somewhat a level of continuity. Um, <laughs> like the main guys that are dependent on in this team are all still here. Yeah, Batum, Frank Kaminsky, bro. Yeah, Batum, uh, uh, Kimball Walker. You know, Malik Monk is back. Hopefully, he develops oh, into yeah. something. Jeremy Lamb is still there. Michael Kidd Gilchrist is still like a pretty good defensive player. Um, uh, Miles Bridges should be good, so I think that they'll be over. But again, it's like by half a game. I think they'll win thirty six games. Do you think that at the end of this season is when Frank Kaminsky's playing in China, or do you think he has one more NBA season left after that? I don't <laughs> know. Contract over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you think that he's like a Chinese legend, like Jimmer Fredette and Marbury, or do you think he's like a Chinese scrub, like Donatus Monteunis? I think he has to team up with Fredette and make that. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Man, that would that would be pretty. Yeah, yeah, I could see thirty six or thirty four somewhere in that range. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it depends. On, I I don't think it matters if they get rid of Walker or not. I think that they're still going to win around the same number of games. You think they? Yeah. In what regard? Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Who's next? It's you. Oh. Who do you got? Who do I have? I have the Detroit Pistons. They added Jose Calderon. He's like 58 years old, but he's still in the NBA. Uh, Zaza Pacholi. <laughs> Jesus. He's there to injure people and play limited minutes and somehow Bro, he's make bringing, money in the NBA. He's bringing championship experience to the roster. That's true. Uh, Glenn Robinson the third, Kyrie Thomas, who's a second-round draft pick, and Bruce Brown, also a second-round draft pick, who has a creative player name. <laughs> Bruce yeah, Brown. <laughs> Holy shit, these. dude. <laughs> <laughs> they lost Dwight Boykes. Uh-huh. James Ennis III signed with the 2018-2019 NBA champion Houston Rockets. <laughs> Eric Moreland. Talk about limiting the Rockets name dropping. <laughs> also an attorney, Eric Moreland. 
They waived him so he <laughs> oh. could continue his practice. <laughs> and Anthony Tolliver, who's been on every NBA team now since the Timberwolves this season. Uh, they added Dwayne Casey as their coach. Mm-hmm. He's a very good coach. Uh, I was unable to figure out what they did with the GM situation. They hired a bunch of assistant GMs, so I don't think they have... I, I think Casey is, like, the decision maker. I, oh, I, they still have GM? Yeah, they hired Malik Rose and another guy to be assistant GMs, but Wait, I don't think former Spurs? Malik Rose? Yeah, yeah. Malik Rose is the assistant GM. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about excited. He's like, yeah! Hell yeah, Malik That's right! Rose. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's true. I yeah, don't see I, anything I, about. I, I assume that that just means Dwayne Casey gets to decide what happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess so. Which is always troubling. But last year they won thirty nine. The over under is thirty eight. So I think that's retarded. Uh, ooh, I said the over. Whoa, damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that that's a bad move. Um, I take the over because I think Dwayne Casey's a much better coach than Sam Van Gundy, especially at this point. Yeah. Um, and why? I don't understand why they would be worse unless, like, Blake Griffin and. Uh... Reggie Jackson. There we go. The point guard who always gets injured. <laughs> get injured. <laughs> yeah. Which... The caveat is if those guys get injured, then they'll probably be worse, but. And what they finish last year? 39 wins. 39. So they went down a game in the over under. Um, I guess maybe the continuity of having Blake Griffin for a whole year would help. That's assuming that he's healthy for the year. Yeah, and he doesn't punch anyone. Yeah. I don't. I don't know, 30, 38 is really low. Someone know. has to win these games. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't know. Trent, what do you got? I have the over. Over? Yeah. I think win like 42. Yeah. I think okay. I think Blake and Andre playing together uh, in the offseason and, and in training camp will help them a lot on account of they sort of have um, certain skills that duplicate, but they should be able to figure out how to yeah. better be on the court. Yeah. And We're looking at like 42 wins. What's that, like the four seed in the East? <laughs> nah, man, that's yeah, two right. seed. <laughs> two seed. Uh, but yeah, I had them at 40, so 40 and 42. Just yeah. under 500. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, okay. All right, then. I have the Heat. The Heatles. Do either of y'all want to take a guess at who they signed this summer? No one. Trent? <laughs> running, are they running it back? They are completely running it back. They, I knew wow. it. They did not sign or cut anybody. They're going to trade Whiteside. Because no one will take Whiteside. How come they didn't do, like, hashtag unfinished business like Paul George did or whatever? They're like, <laughs> they brought it all back. Like, we're really, we're really, we're committed to the cause. Yeah, seriously. That, I guess the unfinished business would mean tearing down the roster, not necessarily winning games. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's it's literally the exact same team now. They finished forty four and thirty eight last year, and the over under is forty one and a half. And even though that's worse, I'm actually gonna go with it. I think they're gonna be under, and that's because Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade's gonna get the Kobe treatment now. This is his farewell tour, <laughs> and so they're pretty much gonna make the whole year all about Dwayne Wade. They don't really have. They have a lot of good young guys, but no one that is really like a building block for the future. They have like a lot of really good role players, but that's it. Dion Waiters is injured. He's back. Um, or he's coming back. No, he's he's not going to be ready for the start of the season. They said. Yeah, but he'll be back at some point. He missed most of last season. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Still. Yeah. He was he was important to their what did they that second half run they when had they a almost made ago. the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. 
And so, um, so yeah, this is another team. This is another team that I'm lumping into the Knicks and Nets, Knicks and Nets category of they need to make a move. But uh, other than them, they don't have neither cast space nor young guys to do anything. It's yeah. like, I mean, they do have young guys, but no, <laughs> no, they're not young guys that anyone Jimmy wants. Butler, you know? Yeah. The, and they all make too much money. The closest thing that I thought of was Hassan Whiteside, <sighs> Justice Winslow, and Josh Richardson for Jimmy Butler. But I don't know what the Wolves would do. Why in the hell would the Wolves want to take Whiteside back? They don't have they, like they would never play him, and he would just bitch the whole time. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I. Yeah would stay away from literally every guy on their roster i take the under i eric spolster has been the coach for like 10 years i'm so surprised by you two like where are you you took the over on the Uh, heat uh, yeah the over this what is it it's 41 and a half yeah i'm taking yeah i'm over over the the conference is horrible and they have an infrastructure they have an infrastructure in place they were not bad last season they played philadelphia pretty decently for a while and then they kind of got the talent took over but you guys are talking about Spolstra like that's a bad thing he's a good coach i know yeah, he's, he's a, a good coach. coach he's just been there for so long right but like eventually this conference, the guys stop listening to the shit that you have to say this conference is horrible <laughs> i can see and what if, you're saying and if but... he can't na- if that them and him can't navigate through that crap and win 44 to 45 games i'm gonna be surprised i got the over over 41 and a half well, you heard and it. I would bet that too. I actually do think they're going to win more than forty-one games. That conference is garbage. Where's the youth? It's garbage, bro. <laughs> okay. Well, you said it, so now you have to post your transaction of betting on no, the yeah, Where's the receipt? Yeah, I get the receipt. Hey, if there was a sports media. book, if there was a sports book at the MGM across the bridge from where I live, I would totally do it. For there you will guys. be soon, my man. There will be soon. I'm sure there will be. Okay. What is the next team you got, Trent? The Washington Wizards. Hell yeah, your favorite team. <laughs> They're not my favorite team. They are not my favorite team. They are still running the back. Ernie Gun Ernie Gunfield Grunfield? Yeah. Ernie Grunfield, one of one of the worst GMs in the league, keeps his job somehow and just will not get fired. The Leontis ownership group loves that guy. He might have nudes of them. We don't know down here. <laughs> <laughs> um they are sure running it back was they're running it back with Scott Brooks, who I thought did a pretty good job last season, all things considered, or the last few seasons. Um, uh, they only guys they lost from last year's rotation essentially was Marcin Gortat and Mike Scott, who were both in the Austin Rivers trade. Shout out to Austin Rivers making his way from dad's uh, from under dad's wing out here to the East Coast. <laughs> what is also, the <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, what is the over-under? Oh, <laughs> the I, I over-under. I just want to jump on the under. <laughs> oh, okay. The over-under is 44 and a half. Uh, they also added Jeff Green, who, as we all know, is... <laughs> oh, God. Did you say added? Trick-or-treat, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> added, added Jeff Green and Dwight Howard. So Dwight Green, Jeff... Uh, Dwight Howard, Dwight Jeff Green, Green, and Jeff Howard. <laughs> yeah. Dwight Howard, Jeff Green, Austin Rivers, and they drafted a guy named Troy Brown, who is another one of those sort of defensive, like, switchy wings. Yeah. Um, that's essentially what they did. And obviously, coming back with Bradley Beal, homeless man John Wall, that we all saw the picture of him for USA Basketball, <laughs> and Otto Porter remains sort of the core mm-hmm. of this roster. 44 and a half. Yeah. Over, but I don't want to, like, 40. They're going to win, like, 45 games. 
Yeah. And then John Wall's going to get injured in the third playoff game, like every other season, and they're going to lose. Yeah, and I mean, with those additions, they really built on their chemistry and locker room presence, so... Here's the crazy <laughs> thing, though, guys. The crazy thing is, I actually think they got a lot better. Gortat is super washed. Yeah, man. I mean, this guy <laughs> was terrible last season, and he complained about everything. John Wall goes out, and then he... And also, he was part of the reason why they had that weird team, like debate on like Bradley Beal versus John Wall. It was all Gortat's fault. He opened his big mouth as soon as John Wall got injured and he's like, yeah, we're way better basically without John Wall. It's like, you can't do that. <laughs> so they add Dwight Howard who despite all uh, all the jokes that we can come up with is still a pretty good NBA player. He'll get you 12 and 10 or 12 and 11 or 15 and 12. He'll He's consistent. Um, at Jeff Green, another guy that like <laughs> I mean, Jeff Green, Mike Scott. Mike Scott was like a guy they depended on last season. I, I, I think I'd rather have Jeff Green just because of the upside, which is crazy to say. And another thing, another like sort of like Dwight, we can make all the jokes we want to about Austin Rivers, but guy's pretty good. He's a pretty good NBA player. I think they got a lot better this offseason. I think uh, over, but not by a lot. At 48. I have him 48 wins. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I <laughs> All of those are fair enough points. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can sit here and argue about literally everything you just said, but I, mean, I don't want to. No, but the thing fine. is, the thing is, like, they kept Ubre, they kept Sadoransky, so you add Jeff Green, yeah, yeah man, replace Gortat no, I mean, with Dwight Howard. Agree with you. Watch out yeah. for Sadoransky. That's my guy. I'm calling it. They're I... gonna be better because of Sadoransky. Sadoransky is good. Yeah, man. It was I really weird whenever Scott Brooks. Uh, so last season. <laughs> This is Scott Brooks' issue, but last season they signed Ty Lawson, and for some ungodly reason, he was giving Ty Lawson minutes over Sadoransky late in the season and in the playoffs, and it was like the most Sadoransky's a thing. guy who existed before this year. <laughs> <laughs> My contact clues are telling me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do All you guys right. think that Scott Brooks got another pair of uh, eyeglasses to try and make himself look smarter? Because <laughs> <laughs> last year's didn't work. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, he's had those for a while now. Yeah, he needs to go. He needs to go to his doctor. <laughs> John, did you say prescription's not good? John, are you over under? I didn't. Get, did Did you say yours? Uh, I am. Yeah, I'll go over too. Yeah, man. Okay. All right then. And since I would rather have Will hit me in the testicles with a rolling pin than continue talking about the Wizards. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why do the Wizards get so much hate? That's a pretty talented roster. Dude, they're boring. They're so boring. John Wall and Bradley Beal are both so boring. <laughs> With enough distance to where the other end of the handle hits my testicles. Not the whole thing, just the other end of the handle. <laughs> okay, well, who's your next team? I've got the Milwaukee Chucks. Okay. Uh, they uh, they signed three white guys. Nice. And uh, Brooke Lopez. You want to hear which specific white guys? <laughs> I mean, we already know the headliner, Dante DiVincenzo, but who yeah, else? <laughs> behind, uh, they, they, they drafted Dante DiVincenzo despite the fact that he tweeted the N-word. <laughs> Wasn't he on like draft 13 night? or something? Yeah, he's like 13. Guys, yeah. it is possible to go to a website and get your entire Twitter account deleted. Please do it before you get drafted. I blame the agents. The agents should know yeah, this. Yeah, man. Yeah, that and is And then they the signed Pat Connaughton, who is a white guy, right? Yeah, he is okay, white. I assume <laughs> he is yeah. a white guy, right? <laughs> and then they got uh, everyone's favorite player, Ursan Ilyasova. That's a big loss for the Sixers, nice. at least in the right. locker room. Yeah. They signed we know he to... brings all the Lithuanian food. They signed him to a three-year, $21 million deal, which I 
my god, hold on. <laughs> I, was like, I, I, I just don't understand, but okay. And uh, they lost. I feel like lost is the wrong Didn't word. Did they get Brooke Lopez, too? Yeah, I said Brooke Lopez. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then they he lost, but lost is really not the word. Uh, Brandon Jennings and Jabari Parker, and those are definitely additions. Yeah. But gosh. they did uh, They did hire the most overrated coach, I think, currently in the NBA. Budenholzer. Which is Mike Budenholzer. These guys are big fans of Budenholzer, but he won 66 games one time and then got fucking trounced in the playoffs <laughs> and then never did anything else. By LeBron. I mean, come on. By LeBron. <laughs> yeah, it, I was know, LeBron it was LeBron James. <laughs> I get that it was LeBron James. It got swept, man. And, the, like, the, the prevailing wisdom was, oh, Al Horford can't play in the playoffs. Um, did you see last season? Did you see the Celtics? Yeah. That's bullshit. Budenholzer's just not a good coach. I, I mean, he's probably a fine coach. They finished with 44 wins last year. Uh, apparently, Brooke Lopez and uh, Ursan Ilyasova and Budenholzer make them three and a half wins better, which I take the under on the Bucks. I don't think they're going to win 48 games. <sighs> you know, they're like... going to win 48 games. No, I think they'll probably win like 46 games, 47 games, something. That's like right, that's a good over-under. That's yeah, like that's a good right one. where I would expect them to. If you bet this one, you're baited, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> they want you to bet this one. Don't. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, who was, their, who was their centers last year? I'm guessing Brooke Lopez is an upgrade. Don McCurr. Oh, yeah, that's Don McCurr. And Henson, right? They started John Henson, I think. Yeah, they, yeah. they did the on-again, off-again thing with Henson. Yeah. And then, I don't think Brooke Lopez is an upgrade great. anymore. I think he's good for what they want to do. I mean, he can shoot threes, which helps them with some spacing exactly. issues. Yeah. But. Yeah, and, like, that's the biggest... That's, that's like, the biggest thing with the Bucks now. I think they have... They actually have, like, overall, talent-wise, they may not be that much better, but they do have players who can at least shoot more, and Budenholzer is a coach that really values shooting threes, and that's... What you really need to do when your centerpiece is someone like Giannis, who still has not uh, rounded out his three-point game. I hope he practiced shooting a ton over the summer. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Is that if he's exactly the same player that he is last year, I don't think that they're going to win 48 games. Yeah. He needs to have improved in some way. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to do it. i got to go over. Because I think the Brook Lopez thing, I agree with you, and the Budenholzer thing, they're going to shoot more, but they're going to be much worse defensively every time they put Brook Lopez on the court. They're going to be a sieve offensively or defensively. Yeah, yeah. They're going to have to do a lot of hiding with him and Ilya Silva. I don't know much about Ilya Silva's defense, but I'm going to assume he's bad. I also couldn't pick him up out of a lineup. There were so many foreign guys on the Sixers. You last would be season. able to pick him up. Out of, you would be able to pick him out of a lineup. What if he was standing next to Dario Saric and like two other foreign guys? You'd be able to pick him out of a lineup. No, okay. You're you have more faith in me than I do. Uh, Trent, what do you take? The over or the under? Over fifty wins. 50 wins! 50 wins! That's 50 right. wins and then and it gets two swept and in the first round of playoffs. Over. Yeah. It's two and a half games over. The upgrade in coaching, I think, cannot be stated enough. Oh, yeah. They I had mean, Jason half Kidd. Half the season, they had a, like an executive. Exactly. <laughs> Jason Kidd yeah. and then some other guy. I can't remember his name. but It doesn't matter who his name yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think with the Budenholzer thing, um, it's much more about raising the floor than the ceiling because I think Jason Kidd was easily the worst coach in the league last year. 
And, <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, la- you can say last year because uh, otherwise J.B. Bickerstaff is going to say, hold my beer to you. <laughs> he's know, coach he might have been, been the worst coach in the league last year too. But nobody Even though he wasn't in the league. That's how no, bad but he nobody, was head coach. Nobody watches Memphis games, so yeah. who, who really yeah. knows? Yeah, Jason Kidd is not a good coach. He also hit his wife. Never forget yeah. Never forget. It's never acceptable. There's that too. Yeah. Budenholzer is at least better than that. So. Yeah. But yeah. he has a terrible name, and <laughs> for that reason, I want him to fail. Does it help at all that it's actually pronounced Budenholzer? <laughs> no, that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's worse. Okay. And because y'all were asking, Brandon Jennings plays in Russia now. Okay. Oh, <laughs> we didn't ask. <laughs> and now I'm depressed, man. Okay. This is what happens when you tear your Achilles. Okay. Uh, am I next? Wait, that was uh, your team, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't okay. have the Raptors left. Okay, all right then. So my team next is the Pacers. Set in the pace. They really, I don't understand. I mean, maybe y'all can give me some context, but I don't understand this over-under at all. So they finished 48-34. and 34. Uh-huh. They added Tyreek Evans, Doug McDermott, Kyle over. and Aaron Holiday. <laughs> over. And their over-under... It's forty-seven and a half over. <laughs> so they pretty much have to finish this. They have to finish the same as last year, and that is an over. Yeah, man. Right. I like I, absolutely take the over all day long, every day. I th- you guys I agree? Think some of it. Yes, I think some of it might be just the idea that Victor Oladipo is their best player, and we've only we only have one season of him showing that he can do it. I get that, but yeah. Tyreek Evans is coming off the best season of his NBA career. Yeah, but it's Tyreek Evans. I don't. Yeah, but I, I mean, mean, I think I, that he's shaken that it's Tyreek Evans now. Maybe. Thing. I mean, one, I again, one really good year. Let's see. That's all. I, don't I think know. that's where Sabonis Vegas is at. and the other guy, Miles, Miles Turner. Turner. Miles Turner. Yeah. I don't know, man. Th- those dudes are good. I don't understand. Like, did they lose anyone important? Stevenson. They lost Lance Stevenson, Al Jefferson, Glenn Robinson the third, and Alex Poitras, who I don't even know if he played for them or not. Oh, last yeah. year, so. so, I mean, Tyreek Evans is better than Lance Stevenson. Sorry, Trent. It's a fact. No, he is. It is <laughs> undisputable <laughs> fact. He's yeah. better. He's better. If I'm not all you need Tyreek Evans to be is a better version of Lance Stevenson, then there's no way that that's not true. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. And Thaddeus Young is still there and very good and very underrated. Like yeah. how it, And the Eastern Conference is much, much worse. How are they not over? That's like the easiest bet so far that we've come up with. Yeah. Like the over. All they how, high, how far do you have them over? Uh, I think that they could realistically finish third or no, fourth in the Eastern Conference. I think the Eastern Conference is going to be super top-heavy, though, so like 52, 53 wins. Yeah, that's where I have them, too. Yeah. 52 wins over. Yeah. I think they finish fourth and win 52 games. Yeah. Man. Which means they beat the Bucks. but I think that that's an easy bet to make right now. I, I have them have I have them as having more wins than the Bucks. Dude, if those two teams played a seven-game series... The Pacers, off what they showed against the Cavs last year, would eat the fucking Bucks lunch. I don't yeah. think it's it's not that easy of a projection actually, because Giannis would be so much better than everybody else in the series, and I think the. I mean, it's not like LeBron wasn't. Right, and they still it still took the Pacers. Right, but that's what I mean. The Pacers were a far better team than the Cavs, but they had LeBron. Yeah, and it's the exact same situation with the Bucks. I don't know if they're as. I don't know. I don't think the Bucks supporting cast is as bad as that Cleveland one last year. Fair enough. I mean, I can I can dig that. I sort of disagree, but Middleton is good. Keith Middleton's good. That's um, it, though. Brooke Lopez <laughs> That's a whole is list. good. Uh, they're, they're, the Brook Lopez is fine. He's a good player. Oh, I don't I don't know if you can say that based on the fact that he hardly played last season. 
Well, he didn't play because they're a young team, but whatever. Yeah, no, I know. But whenever a guy's like 33 years old and he suddenly doesn't play a bunch because he's on a young team, that's concerning to me. He might just suddenly be washed overnight like Tracy McGrady. <laughs> <laughs> One day you wake up and you're washed, Trent. It's Tracy coming to be soon like, in life. One day I'm going to wake Tracy- up and I'm going to realize, <laughs> I'm going to look in the mirror and be like, holy fuck, I'm totally washed. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is that Tracy McGrady went to the Spurs and then they made it to the finals. I don't know. He was a good luck charm. He was like the guy in the locker room that they needed. But they lost that year. Yeah, they did. Oh, that's so sad. John, did you say you have them over, right? Uh, yeah, I have them over. Awesome. All right, who's up? What's up? We nice. got three teams, four teams left. Uh, three teams. Yeah, three teams left. Yeah, we're on. We're all on our last teams. Trent, who do you got? The Philadelphia 76ers who recently, you know, they had the Brian Colangelo, you know, collar gate, if you will. Um, (laughs) (laughs) His wife was tweeting, like, derogatory stuff about the team. His wife had some Twitter fingers, man. Did he he say something like, Ben Simmons, shoot a three, you coward? (laughs) (laughs) Did she really tweet that? I think she did. You know my favorite part about that story is? Ben Dietrich is the one who broke that story. Yeah, and his tweets are so funny. He's such an asshole. Yeah, like that's like as as hilarious as this whole situation is. This is like a prime example of how journalism makes a difference in the world. Just like <laughs> it started off as some guy looking at tweets and it ended with like shaking up a franchise. Yes, yeah. <laughs> shoot a three, you coward. Anyway, she anyway. has a very good point, which might lead into our over under discussion about the 76ers. Uh, anyway, they ha- coach coached by Brett Brown still still there. Yeah, um, they added Brown. Wilson Chandler, uh-huh. Brett Brown. Yeah. They added Wilson Chandler, Mike Muscala. They drafted Zara Smith, Landry Shamet, Shamet. I don't know how to shape Shamet. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Shea John Bolden. Bolden. That's f- another really good name, right? And Jonah Bolden, who was drafted in 2017. Jonah He's Bolden. That's consumer. my guy, Jonah Bolden. <laughs> Okay, so Zara Smith already injured. Probably gonna get the Sixers treatment where they sit him on the bench for the whole year. Wait, are you saying yeah. Zaire? Zaire Smith, yeah. Did I say Zara Smith? Z- Zaire. It's a it's a country in Africa. <laughs> Do you pronounce it correctly? No, you're saying Zaire. Who's Zaire Smith? <laughs> it, it, it's it's Zaire. It's like the country. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Zaire. Whatever. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> anyway, their over under is fifty four and a half, which is too high. I, I say, say under. 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 Hot take under. I don't think it's a hot take. I think they it is a hot take. Games, it's fine. I don't know. Um, who, who do they lose? Who Silva? Was it just Bellinelli and Ilyasova? Bellinelli, Ilyasova, who were big time players in their eight man rotations down the stretch of that season. <laughs> I Justin think that Wilson Chandler can do a reasonable job replacing Sean Ilyasova. Holmes. Yeah. And then they got Feltz. Hopefully, Feltz is good, like you guys think. Yeah, yeah. Feltz, I think, can be better. I think Reddick will be worse just because he's older. Yeah. They signed Mike Muscala, who's one of my favorite white people in the league. So essentially this is, <laughs> yes. So essentially this is all about can Markel Fultz shoot a ball? Yeah, if Markel Fultz shoots the ball, then they're mm-hmm. fine, then they probably win over. Yeah. And I mean even I, I don't even think it's even to that. Like how how many games did he play last year? I think just having Fultz <coughs> out there for the majority of a year will be enough. He played fourteen I, games last I year. I think that the the real That's important fair. thing is will Joel Embiid be able to play again? 
Like the he played, he played almost the yeah. whole season last year, and oh, that, yeah, that's that was not expected. And, and I don't think it can be taken for granted that suddenly he's just like Superman. He can play all the time. Yeah, and the reason he missed, and the reason he missed games at all was because of like a freak face injury. That, yeah, man. you know what I mean. Like it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't true. like a knee or foot. So that's. Good. I hope that they they, uh, they had a shooting coach working with Ben Simmons over the summer. Not the Markel Fultz shooting coach. <laughs> not that guy. <laughs> Uh, we Do have to wait guys... and see. We have to wait and see the product before we judge this. Coach. Shoot a three, you coward! <laughs> Should be the motto for the season. Brand, Do you guys think Elton Brand will make a splashy move at some point this season? Um. Well, they're one of the teams in consideration for Butler. I wouldn't do right. that if I were them. I don't no. really know what they have to give. No, man, honestly. I would give this team a second chance at the playoffs before they fucking trade for Jimmy Butler and blow it up. Yeah, honestly, yeah. they should have beat Boston <laughs> talent-wise, but they just did not play. Well, I mean, well Boston just is like Brett Brown got a little bit exposed, as they to say, say he on got the out internet, he got <laughs> by that matchup. He got outcoached in that in that yeah. series. Yeah, he, uh, it's unfortunate, man. Like, obviously, there is like a hierarchy to like who's good at things, and it's just sad when someone just gets so outclassed, and it happened to him, as especially as a Rockets fan. <laughs> yeah um i don't know um i think john I'm wants gonna, to say over yeah i'm gonna go over on that one just because i wouldn't bet it either way how um, many wins do you think they get what do you think because what, what what was it again 55 and a half. 54 and a half oh 54 54 and a half i don't think uh i don't think 56 <laughs> is crazy i think having i think it is but the reason <laughs> i think it is is because of how many wins i think the celtics and the raptors will have yeah, I mean, that's possible, too. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. The, um, that's I think... another thing to say, too. They all play in the same division. Yeah. yeah that that is... doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's true. No, it mattered. They play four times. All those teams play each other four times. Yeah. 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 But, um, I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm still a believer in Fultz. I think... I don't think... I think that even... I don't know how... I feel like we're overrating the loss of Bellinelli and Ilyasova. Like, they clearly helped, but we're talking about Bellinelli and Ilyasova as people who are, like, supposed to make a difference as far as, like, making it to the finals or something. They're still Marco Bellinelli and Ilyasova. Yeah, man. The six, okay. the, the Spurs are paying Bellinelli $6 million a year, and I was fucking pissed off at that deal. <laughs> I just, like, Greg Popovich I, is only paying him that so they can drink wine together again. <laughs> yeah, like, this... I don't... I don't think he's... I don't think they're gonna... Like clearly they have, clearly they're skilled and they had their, um, you know, there there were positives to having those guys on the team last year. But I don't think it's gonna make a big difference. I don't think we're gonna be here next year thinking if only they kept Bellinelli and Ilyasova. Only Marco Bellinelli was still on the team. Yeah, and I kind of hope that that happens just because it's really funny to run, to run that mean, sound by. All back. Marco Bellinelli is is Italian. Gerald Green, okay? <laughs> Essentially, that's what he was for the Sixers last year, and so it's not that big of a loss. They can make up that. Wilson hey, Chandler's obviously a better NBA player than Marco Bellinelli. Having Gerald Green was great, though. Yeah, but we're not talking about the Rockets. <laughs> just the joke is over, bro. You brought him up! I'm just saying that uh, the Spurs' quality of life is better because... Marco Bellinelli has the red wine, and he's got the prosciutto, and he's got the cheese hookup. <laughs> he knows where all the good cheese spots are all across the nation and the world. That's but true. otherwise, not a big loss. Uh, I think I take a slight under. You guys take over. Or you took it no, under. No, I have an under. Okay, 52. so uh, the crafters are up next? Yeah. 
Man, these two teams that we're talking about, the, the Sixers and the Raptors, have the best gear in the league, man. The merch. What? Oh. <laughs> these two teams are merch gods. Um, the Rockets so, have trash merch. Yeah, they do, man. <laughs> I, I never even want to buy any of it. It's garbage. Um, who's in? Obviously, the big acquisition is uh, Greg Monroe. <laughs> Greg Monroe, Danny Green, and of course, sorry, John, Kawhi Leonard. They lost... DeMar DeRozan, someone named Alfonso McKinney, and Jacob Pirtle. <laughs> Bro, it's Jakob Pirtle. Jakob Pirtle. Uh, their coaches, uh, I wrote some bitch because I couldn't remember his name, but his name is Nick Nurse, uh-huh. wow. uh, who we know nothing about, uh, other than he was an assistant, they promoted an assistant. Yeah. Um, uh, Masai Ujiri is still the general manager. That can be good or bad, depending on your perspective on his career. I think it's a fine thing. I think yeah. he's funny. Um, last year they won 59 games. The over-under is 55 and a half, and I wanted to put down 100 American dollars on the over right now for this. Yep. Yeah. I think they probably finish first in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Yeah. If Kawhi Leonard is healthy, which is obviously the biggest far. question in the NBA this year, is if Kawhi Leonard is healthy, then they absolutely win more than 55 games. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, the rest of the roster is the same. It's not like they lost continuity. They hired a guy from within the organization, which I always think is a good decision. Yeah. I mean, assuming Kawhi is healthy, the rest of the team, I mean, I mean, pretty much just what you said. They they were over this last year, and if Kawhi is healthy, they have a better team. They added two defensive studs. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like because of the whole, I mean, because of the environment surrounding, like, uh, the Raptors. I, I think they're the team among the top teams in the East with the biggest chip on their shoulders, so I think they're going to have a motivation to be better in the regular season. Also, this is a hot take. This is a hot take, okay? I admit that this is a hot take. I think that Uh-oh. they have the best chance of beating the Warriors in a seven-game series. <clears throat> because Hot take. The, no, I mean, the, the wing defenders on that team, is this, they're disgusting. So are the Bostons, but they, I do Yeah, I no, do I know. Agree. I mean, I agree with you. I just don't think that... Uh, like you always say, I don't think Boston has a guy good enough. I don't think that Kyrie just sucks so bad on defense. Whoa! This is see, this is new from last week when you basically <laughs> were like a, Car- a Kyrie stan. <laughs> no, I mean I am a Kyrie stan. I just don't think that Kyrie can beat the Warriors if he's your best player. Fair. I mean, I think Kawhi's Kyrie... better than Kyrie, and I think you agree with that, right? Oh, I totally agree with that. I think Toronto. I, I guess this is a good time for me to say I also have the over. I think they're going to win sixty games. Um. 60 to 62 would probably be what I would expect. 59 to 62. Something somewhere in that range. Over 55 and a half. They were already like, the worst matchup for the Rockets in the league, and then they added Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green. Yeah, that's a yeah. problem. <laughs> the Rockets are going to get blown out in both of those games. What? No, we'll be fine. Stop being ridiculous. Man, they Bro. can't. Who's guarding Jimmy Butler, Will? <laughs> Danny Green. Done. <laughs> no, I'm just um, Kyle Lowry, Danny Green. I don't know. OJ Ananobi. Anybody? Anybody? Kyle Lowry's team? in a guard. Okay, first off, Kyle Lowry can't guard Jimmy Butler. Get out of here. Um, secondly, you can body uh, him, bro. Yeah, Kyle Lowry is great. I think he still is good. I think he has a couple years left in him. The defensive versatility that this team has, especially on the wing position, when you talk about Ananobi, Green, Leonard, Lowry, uh, Leonard. and Ibaka. Those five guys are going to be on the court at the same time against your small ball lineup. How you score? I'm not even <laughs> sure they play Ibaka. I think they might play the other guy. Uh, Siakam. Uh, Siakam, yeah. Either way, dude, how are you scoring? <laughs> no, I don't. I, they're going to be incredibly difficult to score against, and I think people 
I don't think people are forgetting how good Kawhi Leonard is, but I think people are forgetting sort of that, uh, especially like the last few years of his playoff run, playoff runs in San Antonio. He it was a lot of isolating him at the top of the like key, like figuring out, like just getting to a spot, making a crazy tough jump shot, and he's yeah. really good at that. And that Eastern gonna, Conference yeah. Finals is going to come down to whether or not Nick Nurse is decent. If he's decent, I think that they could beat Boston. If he's not, then they're going to get. Exposed. I think. I think. <laughs> That would be a bloodbath, regardless. So I think that's going to be a really crazy series. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think either way, it's like seven game series. Yeah, yeah. it's seven. Yeah, that should be fun. <laughs> so yeah, so the Eastern Conference is finally entertaining now. Yeah, at least at the top. <laughs> yeah, I think at least the one top through five four. Only one through four. Other than that, it's horrible. You guys really are that out on the Wizards, huh? <laughs> Dude, is it like local bias? The Wizards are terrible. Trent, we're not going to join I mean, you on I that do bandwagon. See, I do see them on TV a lot. I like Bradley Beal a lot. I will say that. I'll, you do. I'll are you going to draft him in our fantasy basketball league again? Uh, I mean, I don't, it depends on the price. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> Guys, uh, when are we going to have that preview? Should we do like a few minutes of that next week? What? The preview for fantasy basketball. Um... Maybe. Like 15 minutes? I think we should do like okay. 15 minutes. We'll probably draft sometime soon. Okay. okay. Anywho. Uh, Raptors, everybody over? John, over? Yeah. Over. All right. We got the last team. Okay, yeah. So Boston Celtics. The Schmeltics. Um, they um, didn't really make that many changes as far as... Uh, didn't really need to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They added... I mean, they drafted... Texas A&M center Robert Williams and who uh, was late two times to the first two events for the team. Yeah, <laughs> met, did you guys hear what happened with that? No, he lost his cell phone both times. Apparently, it happens to him all the time. God, he lost his cell phone so his alarm didn't go off. Jesus, that's terrible. And then they also signed a uh, Euroleague guard Brad Wanamaker, who's probably going to be like their ninth or tenth man. And then they lost uh, Greg Monroe and. God, really hurts. Really hurts to say they 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 did not resign Shane Larkin. Oh, <laughs> John can't make his normal joke about Shane Larkin. <laughs> okay, so I mean, and so obviously the the biggest like questions surrounding the team this year are going to be the readdition of Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. Um, any next level steps that that Jason Tatum and um, what the hell? What the hell's his name? Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. For some reason, I forgot Jalen. Jalen Brown. And then, um, so yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Last year, they finished 55 and 27, and this year, their over-under is 57 and a half. So, can they get through the gelling issues and, you know, sorting out the rotation quick enough to win three more games than last year? I think if they over is regardless, right? Yeah. Like, I don't even know. I don't think they have to get over their gelling issues to win over. Just yeah, I have them on way sheer over. talent alone. I don't think that they they can withstand an injury or two and still go over. Yeah, I have them. I have them way over. The only way I think that they're like really hurt is if Al Horford is the one who gets injured. Bro, Baines though. <laughs> no, even then they'd roll out like. Yeah, Baines, I mean, I think that they would be Brown, mostly fine. Tatum, but I think Al Horford is Hayward. probably the most important of those individual guys. Yeah. Uh, I just hope to never hear a sound as gross as Gordon Hayward's ankle popping again. <laughs> God. I hope that he's okay. I hope that he's good still. Ankle. I hope if it breaks that they don't at least zoom in on it this time like I <laughs> did last time. Hey, let's take a, let's take a look. Uh, I don't want to hear the uh, the cameraman retching. <laughs> yeah. I, 
Or he looks like a fucking doll that like they just like popped on the foot wrong. It's like a mannequin, and they just like plugged his foot in wrong. This year, the only way I think they win less games is if uh, they don't care about the regular season already. Yeah, but Stevens won't let them do that. That's why I'm not worried about that problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not like D'Antoni's their coach. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm ready for that. It's not like their coach is a 65 year old Italian guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean they really do need to. They really do need the regular season to work through the rotation and you know find and you know establish you know uh, comfort and you know sense of familiarity for Kyrie and Hayward. So, but I mean it, it, I don't think those issues are as big as people may think. And I mean I don't know. I think it's just gonna work out. I it, it's hard for me to see a way that this can backfire. So, yeah, I'm going to go over. Yeah, over. I think the Eastern Conference Finals are going to be really great. Sorry, Sixers. I already think your window is closed. (laughs) (laughs) It hasn't closed. I mean, I just don't think that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are ever going to be worse than Embiid and Simmons. Wow. (laughs) And they already, I mean, even if if that duo. What are you talking about? Dude, even if that duo versus duo was, was all to consider, I think that that's true already. But you then you have Kyrie Irving person. and Gordon Hayward and Al Horford on your team. So you're First the off. Sixers. So you're the Sixers, and the Celtics say we'll give you Brown and Tatum for Embiid and Simmons, and you immediately say yes. Uh, how many games in their NBA careers have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown missed due to injury? Oh no. So it's yeah, a yes. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> so I'll talk it's to you guys. And uh, how many seasons, full seasons, have Simmons and Embiid missed? Because the so, answer is three to that question. So, yes. All right, skip. All right, skip. Can we just... <laughs> no, no, dude. Fuck off. That is not a hot take. People <laughs> that were, is ho- a people hot were take. hoping that people insane? were hoping that Joel Embiid played forty games last year, and you're and saying that the Sixers and would say And look what no. happened. And he did. Yeah, and that look what happened in the playoff series. Horrible before him. And now they're a playoff. I'm not saying that Joel contender? Embiid is Get bad. Get out of here, dude. You're I'm not insane. saying that they're bad. I'm not saying anything like that. That's not. I don't think it's craziness. That's, abs- that's lunacy. <laughs> With that being said, I have the Celtics way over sixty-six games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think too. that they are going. to Let's go back to what you said about the Sixers. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, I have them. What do you have for the over/under on the Sixers? Uh, the, the, but, those young gods and but that's and not. Men. That's not what we're talking about. You're saying they're better than, than, than Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, who I think is great, but I think his. I think his season is being a little overblown at this point from last year. I thought he was really good, but people are really acting like this guy is the next Michael Jordan or some shit, and it's kind of getting on my nerves. I don't know. I and people are saying, and Jalen Brown, like he's a good player, but he's probably I don't. Is he an All Star? He hasn't. I don't. Has he been an All Star? Do you think he's an All Star? He hasn't. I think been he'll All-Star. be an All Star. Yeah. I mean, it, it. I think it hurts him that there's going to be four other All Stars on his team, but, probably. But you're telling me that that guy. And Jason Tatum, who... I think that it's, again, like, super derivative to call Jalen Brown that guy after the playoffs last no, season. No, no, I'm just saying the entire that guy, season. Like, I've, already, I've already done my spiel on him. And then Jason Tatum, who has a lot of potential, but has not shown over the course of a season that he can do that for, for 82 games. You're telling me that those, those two are better than Ben Simmons, who's a generational talent at point guard... And Joel Embiid, who is arguably already the best center in the NBA. You're telling me that those two wings are better than those players. I think that's just ridiculous. Jason Tatum has already played more NBA games in his career than Joel Embiid is in four years. And and Embiid's and <coughs> impact was still way more. How? How exactly was it way more? Which team because won the playoff series? Because that team was terrible. Okay. 
All right, I'm done. I'm done. I mean, his, uh, okay, I, I agree with you. They don't have the organization, but raising an organization from the worst organization in history to making the playoffs doesn't make, like, that doesn't increase your chances of making the next jump. We're talking about which one of these teams is going to be better in the This year, the Celtics the are going to be better. You know, because I mean, for the next five years, Kyrie, how, how, what Orford, are the Sixers and doing Hayward, to get and better Marcus than Smart, the And Terry Rozier. That's why they're better. They're not better because of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum versus Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. In fact, they're not even the two best players on their own team. You can make an argument that Hayward and Irving are the best players on those teams. And you can even make an argument that Horford is better than those two. Okay, you can make that argument. I can make the argument, and I think other people could argue the argument, that Jalen Brown (laughs) and Tatum straight up for Simmons and Embiid is not a laughable conversation to have. If you're taking into account the durability of the players. <laughs> I'm laughing, man. I'm, I'm, I mean, you I'm laugh all laughing. you want. When Joel Embiid plays 31 games this year and the Sixers finish 7th, we'll see who's <laughs> laughing then. <laughs> okay. Well, who's to say that Tatum doesn't break his foot and misses the whole year? Because Tatum hasn't won. missed three almost full NBA seasons. He's career. only played one! And he played it! <laughs> ben Simmons missed his whole yet. first season. All right, Ben Simmons had a freak injury, and we're going to classify him as injury-prone. Did he miss a game last year? I don't know if he missed a game last year. Okay. I don't think he actually did miss a game last year. All right. It's ridiculous. I don't think it's ridiculous. It is. I mean, if you want to live in a fantasy world where Joel Embiid is suddenly healthy and he plays 65 games a season, fine, do that. That's of course not, there's a that's caveat not reality. that he has played 65 games. I mean, he played 63 last year. Yeah, he didn't even play 65. <laughs> Yeah, he but, played 63 last year. Uh-huh. You would all right. I and every single know, time he fell down, anyone, self, or, uh, Sixers fans held their breath. No one is make. No one would take the call. Or they would take the call. So you get the call. Danny Ainge, hey, uh, says to Elton Brand. I don't think we'll Danny Ainge would make we'll the call. We'll give you. We'll give you Jalen Brown for Joel Embiid straight up. And Will is like, yeah, do that deal. That's a great deal. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> I think you're taking that out of context. <laughs> Jalen, I never said Jalen Brown straight up was a better player than Joel Embiid. So, well, I think so the only so, so you're saying that so Tatum must be just way better than the other two. Then, like that's that's what you're trying to say. Then. Tatum is like far above the other three, is what your argument is. Uh, no, my my argument is not that. My argument is that for winning in the actual NBA, that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are a better duo than Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. If your no, goal is just to win championships put, in the NBA. If you put those two guys on the Sixers <laughs> roster, I don't uh-huh. think they do any better than Embiid and Simmons. But if you put Embiid and Simmons with Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving and Terry Rozier and Marcus Smart Well, and I mean, Horford, if you like, remember on, correctly, man. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have never played a season with Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving on their team. So I, mean, I don't think that that's Irving a fair comparison. Kyrie Irving more than half of the season. Last yeah, okay, season. and they Come were the on. first seed in the East during that time, right? Because Kyrie Irving played more than half of the year last year. Yeah, that's like, what I'm let's saying. Let's not act like he would miss. They played 15 games or something. That's I mean, you can happen. you can disagree and you can think it's ridiculous. That's fine. I do. I would rather be the Celtics John. with Brown and Tatum than the Sixers with Embiid and Simmons. I'm not John. talking about selling jerseys or Twitter cloud or anything like that. John, what do you think? The 76ers folded as hard as possible in the playoffs last year. I'm not uh, discounting that. but And Simmons again, and Embiid again, both had acting, shocking turnovers late uh, in games. Okay, again, you're acting like these, like the the roster construct doesn't matter. And you're, you're okay, you're, you're, you're trying to say this, 
you're saying, oh, these guys are t- these two are better than these two in a vacuum. But the but then your ba- your argument is revolves around team success, which is uh, like no, no, the no, no, opposite no, 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 no. of what you're trying I, to I'm say. not talking about the fact that their teams their team folded. Those two individual guys shrunk in the playoffs last year. Oh wow! Okay, we watch why they lost those games the against the Celtics. How many right. times did Embiid or Simmons turn the ball? I'm, I'm over sorry there? that two guys that had never been to the playoffs <laughs> shrunk in the playoffs. That's never had happened. Had Jason Tatum ever been to the playoffs? <laughs> it's one guy. It doesn't mean that he won't in the future. That's I mean, like just, I'm glad that we disagree on this. I think it's a it's a healthy debate. John, right. what do you think? You think I'm crazy, right? <laughs> John's like, let's get yeah. to the next segment. Get <laughs> 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 hell out of here! If yeah, I yeah, Sim, I think Simmons and Embiid are better. Um, if let's say and have very, more upside, like that's the thing too. Let's say like at the beginning of the process where it was a bunch of like guys who were just like second rounders or like D league players when they were like purposely tanking. Like, does Simmons and Embiid lift that team up, or does Brown and Tatum lift that team up further? But I. I think that that is related more to stuff outside of basketball. Like Embiid, you can't you can't overrate his impact outside of actually what he does on the basketball court. I don't think it's possible to think about that in the same situation. He is a tremendous personality that has made people and outsiders and fans believe in the 76ers. So that belief is obviously worth a considerable amount. Even more so than the fact that, like Trent said, he probably is already the best center in the NBA. Center's the most overrated position in the NBA. It doesn't like, have to be. I well, mean, the I, reason I, I... Okay, it doesn't have to be. But there were times in the playoffs, especially against Boston, where Embiid was an eyesore because he was on the court. Boston was doing things to take advantage of the fact that he was out there. Just like people were taking advantage of the fact that Gobert was out there and other good centers. Obviously, Embiid is not the same kind of player as Gobert. He is a good center, though, okay? That's all. That's the only point I'm making is that the the Warriors and other teams with small lineups can make Embiid useless on defense. I don't, he's okay. I don't think he's as bad as Gobert, but I, I see your point. I just disagree. That's all. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you think he's a better defender than Gobert? Uh, I, he was getting Defensive Player of the Year buzz last season. That, that is not what I asked you. <laughs> he was getting that Defensive Player of the Year buzz. But the reason Gobert's bad is because he does that and then he can't do anything on offense. Sure, sure. Whereas sure. Embiid can actually punish mismatches. So if you went small against Embiid, it's debatable where the where the best mismatch would be. Like on certain nights, he'd probably take advantage of you, and then vice versa. I mean, it's. More, I agree with you, but three is still greater than two, right? Uh, ultimately like, yes That's a... <laughs> so him punishing the mismatch like e- even if he shoots 60 percent on p- mismatch post-ups that's still not going to net you as many points as if you had a three-point shooter on the court in that situation like efficiency wise it doesn't matter that he can beat you in a post-up why especially when he the, turns the ball over. why are the warriors being talked about i thought we were talking about two guys no, I, I, i'm talking guys. i'm talking about Embiid and his limitations as a player I mean, we don't know. He's still super young. I don't really know if it's fair to say he's like he has a chance to be really, really good. Or really, really, he's already really, really good. And yeah, I mean, is he going to get quicker and better at defending guards? He might get more. Yes, it's possible. I mean, I don't okay. know about quicker, but he may get better at like knowing where he's supposed to be and when to anticipate. There's a thing. Those are things young guys typically get better at. Sure, I agree with you. John. John. <laughs> John like, All right, that's a wrap. No, I'm just yeah, I mean, I just don't like having these conversations about such, like, young players because I don't think that, like, I'm not the type of person to take one thing, to take, like, 
away a rookie year and say that this is an indicator for the way the rest of their careers are turning out. Like they still have plenty of de- all of those players involved still have plenty of development yeah. to go. And so I just I don't really um I guess essentially I don't really know what we're arguing about when these guys are clearly not the players that they're going to be in like even 2-3 years time. Sure. Sure. So sure, sure. Yeah, I don't really know <laughs> what else to say besides that. <laughs> Uh, that's that says it all. <laughs> uh which team would you rather have though? Which team? Which team? Oh, would team? Rather have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather have the Celtics. Do you think that yeah. the Sixers are boned because the Celtics exist for like the next four or five years? Uh, no, no because Kyrie Irving could sign somewhere else, and et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of things that could happen. Yeah, you don't think that like the like the rest of the guys plus like Rozier is enough to make up for Kyrie? I mean, we'll um, just have to wait and see. We don't. Yeah, again, we don't know. That's a good point. We don't know the capabilities of the team, like, beyond, you know. I mean, we still have a whole year with Kyrie left. Yeah. I mean. You take the Celtics or Raptors right now for whoever wins most games this year? I don't know. Um, I think, I think I'm going to go Boston. I think that. They seem they. Uh, I don't think I think. I mean, I think Brad Stevens is a really really good coach, and obviously he's going to coach them to win like I, I don't know like sixty something games. And I think that players are the type of players that will relish in going. I mean, because a lot of them, the, the entire team is basically made up of either young players or players looking at a comeback, and I feel like they will relish like being in contention for the best record in the league and I think that they can they can like you know best case scenario I could I could see them winning like 64 65 games. Yeah. Trent, you agree? I think Boston will have the most wins in the league. So yes, I think Boston. Any final thoughts on the Eastern Conference? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't I mean like I it's not I mean I'm I'm really happy. I'm happy that the LeBron thing is over because yeah. I it, it just it's it just became so stale to you know talk. What are you as talking as... about? The Lakers are going to be in the oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's fine. Finally, man, the the LeBron not in the finals. I'm excited to see other teams like dominate. We don't know that he's not going to be. In the we, know. we know. We know it. <laughs> we know it. <laughs> We know the dude it. is like a superhero. I don't want no. to discount him like completely. Stop. You know who's not a superhero? Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just glad that the LeBron thing is over. I'm glad that it's actually a question of who's going to make it to the finals now instead yeah. of just, like, conceding that it's all moot and Cleveland was going to go. Like, I'm glad. I'm glad that we can have these conversations about the Celtics and Raptors and Sixers. And, uh, yeah, and... It's it, it's gonna be at least, I mean, the bottom of the conference is still gonna be really really shitty. But some of those it, games are gonna be awful. <laughs> it's good to know that there's like, it. I mean, it's good to know that there's no there there's a lot of uncertainty at the top and as as far as who is going to make it. And yeah, I'm just really, I'm I'm happy about that. I'm glad that it's actually a discussion worth having now. Yeah, I agree. Well, next week we'll have the Western Conference over-unders, which I'm sure will go uh, off without a hitch, and we'll all agree. (laughs) 
Yeah, exactly. You know, it was really weird when you all agreed with me that Rockets were going to be way under. But yeah, man, <laughs> forty-five <laughs> wins maximum. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right then. So that was this episode. This has been Troll in the Paint, and we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Peace.